<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Hill Varsity Club is opening in Omaha this May and is hiring for all hospitality positions. Do you love elevated food, exciting events, and having fun at work? Join our team by applying today at HillVarsityClub.com. Hill Varsity Club will feature a next-level mix of classic sports bar favorites and contemporary creations with indoor and outdoor seating and memorable live events like live music and sports watch parties. We can't wait to grab a burger and a beer at HVC this May. Apply for all front or back-of-house positions now at HailVarsityClub.com. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, where food and fitness come to hang out. Nutrition, training, and life. It's all fair game on Meathead Test Kitchen. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, a podcast where food and fitness come to hang out. I'm Sasha. I'm Sadie. I almost said it the other way around. Today, (laughs) we are going to cover some of the millions, only some of the millions of fitness myths we've heard during our time of being fit-ish chicks. Um, There are... So many, and there are some doozies like that I hear repeatedly over and over and over again. I feel like today are the like the three biggest defenders, but we're oh, gonna yes. we're gonna make this a series. I think. I think we should. And you know what, you guys like if you have any that you've heard that you're not sure if it's a myth or not, like go ahead and email us hello at meatheadtestkitchen dot com because like we'll cover them in a in a future episode for sure because yes. there's so freaking money. If there is anything that I love more than anything else. Besides, like cats <laughs> and cheese, um, oh, yeah. it's cheese. that it's it's researching something to prove somebody wrong. Oh yeah, <laughs> I live. Yes. I am that friend. I live to naysay and be like, "No, you're wrong," and this is why. I had to like mute one of the groups I was in because the first one that we're gonna cover is like repeatedly asked, oh. and I'm and every time I scream at my phone like, "No, uh-huh. no, no, stop it." Anyway, <laughs> it's, it's, oh, we've, I mean, really after I've been doing this for what, like six years now. Yeah. I have heard so much bullshit from so many people and just quite, not even just statements that are garbage, but yeah. questions where it's like, who the fuck told Where you did that? you get this yeah. from? Where you like, picked this up from somewhere? Where? Yeah, exactly. So like the three that we're going to cover today, can you spot reduced body fat? Is soreness a badge of a good workout? And should women train differently than men? What is fact and what's BS? Vamos. Here we go. That's Spanish for let's go. <laughs> That's going to happen sometimes. Let's go. Let's gonna, go. L-A-T-S-G-O-S. I need to like make a lexicon go. for like my Spanish words that people. Yeah, we'll just I write should. it. <laughs> I should just write <laughs> it on the whiteboard. If I say delay, that means yeah. <laughs> um, everyone has that friend that has done like 50,000 crunches at the end of their mm. workout to try to get their abs to show. And... We've all seen it. Like every, mm-hmm. there's that, that I guy used to be girl. that person. I used to be that person too, because I didn't know any better. I mm-hmm. was that girl at the end of a workout doing my hollows and then doing like side by sides and doing Russian twists and mm-hmm. doing crunches. And you're not on to something. You're not going to make your abs magically pop overnight. You're wasting your time. Yeah. Um, you, you can't spot reduce body fat. No. Like period. You just, it is not possible. 
Like doing all the sit-ups and crushes in the world isn't going to give you a six-pack. This is another one of those things that we've been told like by the diet industry, diet and fitness industry forever because they're trying to get us to buy products typically. Uh Um, I mean, this doesn't have to do with abs, but that freaking, what was that thing you put in between your Oh, the thigh master. Yeah, like stuff like that. It's like gimmicky shit to target specific areas of fat. Now, the thigh master in and of itself, there's nothing wrong with it because abductors and adductors are a very important component of your fitness um, yeah. your Maybe the ab roller is a yeah. better example. Of yeah, what, that thing. The yeah. ab lounger where you yeah. just lay in the fucking hammock and you, and you just, just like, go. I, we had an ab lounger <laughs> at my sister's house when I was in college. I may or may not be well acquainted with it. It may <laughs> or may not be a fucking waste of money. Um, your entire body is going to burn fat. Your body, the way that your body is going to burn fat is going to be different for every individual person. Mm -hmm. Um, Like for me individually, the last place that my fat is, like the hardest places for me, my back is cut. My arms Mm -hmm. look great. Mm -hmm. My legs, jacked. My stomach, still flappy. My fucking boobs, still huge. (laughs) So my body holds my fat, like the the last of the fat reserves. And this is typically true for most women because that's how our bodies are built to raise babies. Right, exactly. Um, So so your boobs are always probably going to be there until the very end, and so is your stomach. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Even when you get to the very end and you completely cut, like I'm still probably going to have boobs. Right. Well, and and I'm always... disappointing. (laughs) Here's the other thing, too, that I don't think that, like... One, it's not talked about enough, but like normalizing the fact that when you sit down, first of all, everybody's roles. Every person has roles. Everyone. And women have an extra layer of fat over their internal organs down there. It's to protect those baby making organs. Yeah. Even if you are jacked, like you'll see, you'll see girls that are cut, but they still have that little bit of just a raised spot. Yes. Because that's, that's just how our bodies normal. are. It's how okay. our bodies are built. Like, We're and not, if you think yeah. about like your body too as like a machine, uh-huh. like your body, like the reason you can't spot reduce is because when you burn fat, your entire body is burning. Yes. Fat. So if you think about it as a machine, it's working together at the same time, one to keep you alive, but you can't, it's not going to be like, you know what? Today I feel like only burning fat in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like if you did a Bunsen burner on a beaker, it would, it would heat the entire beaker and all of the water would yes. get hot. Not just the top corner or the bottom part would get hot. The entire beaker exactly. gets hot. That's how your body works. That's how thermic, what did they call it? The thermic effect, I believe like, is what it is. Yeah. Thermogenesis um, basically. Yes. Thermogenesis is body, body fat burning. Yes. And everybody's DNA is different too. Like yes. We've talked about this before, but Sadie and I could eat exactly the same thing and work out exactly the same way for exactly the same amount of time, and our results are going to be completely different. Yeah, just because our bodies are different. Exactly. Like, I burn, I don't want to say, I burn fat, everybody burns fat in the same process way. Yes, yes. But the way that it comes off of your body is going to be different. It is going to be different. Um, And every and that's okay. Like, we mm-hmm. want bodies, we celebrate everybody's body. Yes, I love bodies. Bodies are cool. Like you should appreciate what your body does for you. And um, I feel like when we we try to short circuit our body by doing things like spot reducing yeah. and stuff like that, we're we're kind of undermining what our body's trying to do. Exactly. Or or the wins. Like here's the thing that always gets me down, and I I, I fall into this every once in a while too. But like when you're in the gym and you're making progress just because you don't physically see it in the areas you're expecting to doesn't mean that you're not making gains or getting wins. Yeah. If you've been cutting and you've been working really hard and watching your food intake and you don't see anything on the front side of you changing, 
turn around and see what your back and shoulders look like in the Mm -hmm. mirror because I guarantee you they're more cut than you thought they were. Yes, for sure. Well, and that's, you know, it goes back to just like keeping track of progress in a different way. Like just because you're not seeing it fall, you're not physically seeing it fall off your stomach doesn't mean that there isn't a difference in how it appears. Right. You just look at yourself every day. Yeah. You, you, you mislead yourself when you look at yourself every day because you're used to seeing yourself every day. Like Phil and I've had that conversation a lot when we started this because it's really frustrating. It's really fucking frustrating to go to the gym, kill a workout, come home and be like, I don't look any fucking different. This sucks. Why? Right. Because you don't see it. You don't. You, you really don't. You do look different and your friends are going to know. Well, that and here's the other thing too. too. It's not necessarily always like aesthetically like you're, you can't necessarily always see that. Right. Are you moving better? Yep. Are you able to perform the movements you've been doing at the weight you've been doing them with more ease? Are you able to add more reps? Are you, do you, how is your form? Like all of those things are wins. And then there's everything that it does for you up there. Too, exactly. Right? The mental fortitude that comes along with doing something, even though you're not seeing the results right away, mm-hmm. like seeing that through takes a lot of backbone and a lot of balls to stick with it because everybody always wants the quick fix. Oh yeah. And for this, there is no quick fix. I mean, no. you could have, there is surgery, um, but you know, that comes with its own entire mess of, have you ever looked at cosmetic surgery? Have you looked at what the recoup time is for that shit? No. And I haven't just because I'm like, side I mean, note, it's a long time. <laughs> and also it's expensive. <laughs> yes. Like, you can't, you're not going to spend, you know, I don't know, on a pill or like doing a billion crunches every single day. Yeah. Like there are movements that every single movement, well, first of all, every single movement that you're doing mm-hmm. requires you to engage your core. It sure does. So you're already doing that work. Yeah. You can't spot reduce body fat though. You can't. There's you no can't. pill you can take. There's no magic snap of the fingers. Like your body is a machine and it's going to burn wherever it, it's just going to burn fat in general. Yeah, your body's going to do what it's going to do. Uh, so, yes, if you want to lose fat in a specific area, I'm sorry. It's not going to work. Uh, you're you're lose just gonna, everywhere else, too. Yes, you're <laughs> just going to have to keep cutting if you want that to keep going. Um, and we've we've talked about, like, consistency a lot, too. And I feel mm-hmm. like this is where cons- – bingo card, there it is. Consistency hey. comes in as well. Um when it comes to reducing body fat, it takes a shit ton of consistency. And I have really recently started to see this happen with myself since we've gone into quarantine and I haven't been eating out as much. Mm -hmm. Um, that that consistency is like clutch. If you don't have that, you're not, you're not going to be on a good foot to get this going. Well, and, and just like, that's why we talk about like having somebody to be accountable to quite Mm -hmm. a bit, because if you're, if you're like, you could write down everything for six weeks, but it doesn't mean Maybe you're not being as honest with yourself as you thought. Right. So if you have somebody to, I mean, hell, send it to us. We'll yeah. give you a spreadsheet. Yeah. Fill this out and get back to us. Um, you like forms? I got lots of them. <laughs> Let's do this. Yeah. Being consistent, finding something sustainable, those are going to be the, the ways that you lose body fat. Yep. If you're not going to spot reduce by doing Russian twists for 45 minutes. Nope. Like, that's just not. The same thing goes for your butt. Yeah. Um, you can do workouts to build muscle in your glutes, but you can't magically burn the fat off your butt cheeks. Um, and by the way, having a fat ass is actually pretty awesome. First I mean, of all, I could sit on this hard ass chair for an hour. You did, but I stuck my butt back at you. So okay. we're good. I didn't like, 
It's good. Aesthetically, it looks. I just per- took a shower. It's fine. I'm, I'm sure that this is going to look amazing on video. <laughs> Having but, a big ass is great because now you can twerk. Dude, oh, I yeah. Never, I never knew the joys of twerking <laughs> until, you like, the beauty of twerking, if you can't understand how twerking works, you need to have some jiggle. Mm-hmm. And all of my Puerto Rican friends have taught me this. Um, NPR twerking, they call it pereo. Um, so they taught me how to pareo when I lived in PR because I am an honorary Puerto Rican gringa. And, um, they (laughs) were like, you have to shake your ass. And I'm like, like this? And they're like, (laughs) oh, you don't have enough ass to shake. And I'm like, I know it's a crime, right? But then I started doing my squats and lose like, yo, that's a pareo ass (laughs) right there. And I'm like, yeah, it is. Look at it. Here's the other thing. (laughs) Um, I get offended when I walk by my husband and he doesn't smack my ass. So like. (laughs) I want to have a smackable ass. Right? Everybody <laughs> wants an ass worth grabbing. I mean, let's be honest. That is that is my wish to all of you, that you have an ass to grab or that your ass is being grabbed. <laughs> and uh, I think we can just mic drop. See you guys later. Yeah, yeah. This episode's <laughs> over and we're good. Um, stomach wraps are bullshit. I'm not going to mm. make some friends with this because uh, there are a lot of people I know that they have used these before. So stomach mm-hmm. wraps are marketed kind of the same way as fat burners are, saying if you use the product, you'll reduce fat in that area. Yeah. Put this shit on, wrap it in aluminum, or wrap it in saran wrap, and then put a corset over it. It works! Right. What, no, it doesn't. What it you're doesn't really, fucking work. What you're really losing here, though, is water weight. Yes. So when you're rehydrated, that weight, if it came off the scale, if you get on the scale right after your workout and right after using this wrap, the number probably is going to be down. Mm-hmm. You've been sweating. You're forcing that area to lose more water. You're kind you're, of spot dehydrating yourself. Yes, basically honestly. that is what you're doing. Yeah. So when you're rehydrated, that weight is going to be right back where it was and mm-hmm. right back on the scale. Yeah. It's. Let's talk about creative ways that companies have made us waste I mean, our fucking money. Wow. It's true. <laughs> and the number will move, but all you're doing is... That's the best way to put it is dehydrating a specific area of you your body. You are. I mean, yeah, you're you're essentially sweating out your stomach yeah. because that's what people usually wear them for. Now, if you're wearing an actual like stretchy back brace because you have back problems, mm-hmm. totally different story. But if you're wearing a corset to go work out, yeah. There's it's a bad idea for a couple of reasons. First being that it constricts your airflow. Right. And you don't want to lift anything heavy if you can't get a full breath into your body. That's going to be bad news mm-hmm. bears. It can also fuck with your posture because the way that you readjust with how you, ha- uh, corsets are the most uncomfortable thing yeah. ever. I don't know if you've ever worn one, if you're like watching or listening at home. Being a chick, we have to do all of this shit just in the name of chickdom and wear all of this uncomfortable underwear from time to time for formal occasions. Shit. I'm not doing that shit. Um, <laughs> there's a reason that I wore a mesh tutu dress for my wedding because I could wear whatever bra I felt like and right. it was comfortable. Um, but corsets suck. They are painful. They're uncomfortable. You literally are stuck moving just like a fucking, you're like a Barbie doll. Like yeah. you don't have any movement from side to side with your spine. You're just stuck. That's a bad idea. You don't want to limit your range of motion when you're underweight. Like, yeah. underweight's underweight. Um, that is a surefire way to fuck yourself up. Now, a lot of people can do it, and they get away with it without any, like, any consequences. Nothing weird happens, but stay away. It's a gimmick. It's <laughs> literally just, just a gimmick. Stay away. It's a gimmick just like... The- oh, the workout enhancement creams. Yeah. And I'm going to name a name, and that's fine. They've been around for a while. Sweet Sweat. 
I have been knowing about Sweet Sweat since, oh, I don't know. They've been around since like 2013, 2014 when I first started like coming into mm-hmm. fitness Instagram. So they've been around for a while. I know who they are. I've seen them. I've never bought any of their stuff, but I've seen a lot of people hawk their shit. Yeah. Um, for the same reason that stomach wraps don't work, this is why like Sweet Sweat workout enhancement creams don't work either. You're paying 40, 50, 60 dollars for some really nice coconut smelling shit that you're going to rub all over your midsection that's going to make you feel slimy and then you have to put a fucking saran wrap over yeah. top of it and then wear a corset like it's have basically ever... it's like a jelly you're suffocating that area yeah. just like it would be if you're wearing a wrap and you're dehydrating that area of your body. You're paying 40 dollars to dehydrate an area of your body that is going to come right back the second that you're rehydrated. Also, why do people electively rub shit on their body and then put saran wrap on top of it? Have these people never had a tattoo before? Like, no, if you, It's oh, uncomfortable. I'm that person <laughs> that I get home like an hour after that shit's off and I'm washing it because yeah. it's just like slimy and it's drippy and it's weird and uh, like yeah. everything about the whole trend of midsection training is just weird and i'm not even going to get fucking started on waist trainers yeah we're not doing that today I'm, we don't have time for nope, that today that's <laughs> that could entire, be a whole episode it's an entirely different episode for a different day all right now that i'm done railing about fucking <laughs> waist training for a minute uh let's talk about soreness so some people think that soreness the next day to the point where you can't move is a sign that you had a killer workout not true Mm-mm. um being sore the next day every day is bad for your muscles yep um, because typically soreness is due to your muscles recuperating from the damage that they've incurred because that's the way that muscle building works. You destroy your muscles. You basically, you cause tears in your muscles and then your body throws protein at it to rebuild the tissue and yep. then it comes back bigger and that's how you get guns and all that cool stuff. Yes. So typically soreness is your body not being used to increased weight or increased cardio, or you're trying something new that your body is not used to. So yeah. Soreness is, I mean, some people use soreness as a Monica or as like a marker of, of a good workout. Yeah. I usually don't. Um, it's just, it's not just, it just isn't the best indicator of a good workout. I mean, yeah, you're sore and I get why there is a correlation there, but other things like quality of movement. And if you're successfully increasing weight with proper form should be some of better indicators of success in the gym. I get the soreness being kind of correlated with that, but typically pay attention to when you're getting those. Is it when you just started a new cycle? doesn't mean you worked it. You're working any harder than the last six weeks. It just means that you changed up your training and your muscles aren't used to those movements right now. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have some level of soreness in your daily life from mm-hmm. a workout, but it's not going to be debil- debilitating soreness every single day. If you're having debilitating soreness every single day, you need to take a look at your programming you need to take a look at your nutrition and you need to take a look at your sleep because one yeah. of those three things is very, very, very wrong. And it could be more than one of those three things. Yes. Um, but you don't need to be sore as hell every day. Oh, it's no. not smart. No. I mean, even lifting the same amount of weight and adding more reps is a good sign that your training is going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And that's why we like the progressive loading scheme sometimes too, yeah. because it's like, okay, I'm at 70% this week, but that's a percentage that I can do eight to 10 reps. Mm-hmm. Shit. I'm at 95% this week. Okay. I'm doing two reps. Like exactly. that's, that's kind of how, that's how we kind of shuffle it around to make yeah. sure that we're hitting our heavy days. And then that we're having our, and I don't even call them my light days anymore because this is a good point that I saw the other day on the internet. Cause that's where I am all day long. <laughs> um, I don't, call them light days anymore they're my fast days yeah yeah because you can get through that shit way quicker that's where you work your technique and your speed is on those lighter days so 
you don't need to be killing yourself in the gym every single day. I mean, kick your own ass, but don't murder yourself. Yeah, exactly. Like even taking shorter breaks in between sets is a good indicator that you're fitnessing well. Yeah. I mean, time your breaks. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to give yourself a set limit for how long your break is. You can, uh, when you get to more advanced training methodology, that is something that they will work in. Um, especially with a lot of like, uh, Olympic weightlifting stuff. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of time to breaks and whatnot. Um, the no pain, no gain mentality is irresponsible and it's dangerous. I'm just going to mm-hmm. say that. And I'm not going to shit on anybody that says no pain, no gain. I understand the, like the thought process behind it. Yeah. Yes. There is going to be some pain involved, but you shouldn't be dying. Right. Um, and the people that are like, fuck it, keep going. I don't care. Your muscles are crying. Keep going. It's like, no, you're going to fucking can hurt injure somebody. yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And, and like, that's the same thing with like maxing out every day. It's going to, that just sets you up for injury. Honestly. Yeah. We've talked about this before, but recovery is just as important as your time in the gym. Giving those muscles and your body time to recover typically gets you to your end goal. I don't want to say a lot faster because it's not a fast process, but a little bit faster because you're allowing your body to adapt and uh, improve. Which is the opposite of what we thought for a long time. We thought we needed to go to the gym seven days a week Mm -hmm. so that we didn't untrain anything. The way that untraining works is usually like for certain movements, you can, your body will start untraining in like 72 hours. And Mm -hmm. I believe that to an extent, because like if I have a couple of days where I don't do any Olympic lifting, I come out here and it looks like shit. Like I haven't lifted a loaded barbell in about a month because life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And so I know when I come to do my first set of cleans tomorrow, it's going to be gnarly. It'll be fine. They'll be functionally sound. They're just going to be slow and kind of ugly. Um, it happens like you need to give your body time to take a rest. I personally didn't start seeing huge, huge, huge advances in my training until I started taking two or three days off a week. Yeah. Tia Claire Toomey, Matt Frazier, all of those people, super high level fitness, they have two or three days off a week Mm -hmm. and they are the fittest people on earth. So take a page out of their book and maybe start doing what they're doing and give your body some time to recover. Right. Yes, exactly. Um, it, it just, you need to rest. Not taking rest days is a, it's a stupid idea. I don't like to to call people stupid, but that is a dumb idea. Don't fucking push yourself 24, seven, 365. It's not sustainable. It's not realistic and it's not smart. Listen to your body. When you feel exhausted, it's because your body's telling you it's done. Yeah. So (laughs) just listen. If you're burned out, be done. Don't push through your workout just to get one in, do some stretching, maybe do some yoga, hop on the bike, you know, do Mm -hmm. a little bit of light cardio and you're fine. Yeah. I actually just went through this the other day and I was, (laughs) I I sent you, You I posted about on Instagram and I sent Sadie a message. I I am one of those people. I rarely take two days off in a row. Um, and I, I mean, I was just extremely busy. Like Tuesdays are my super busy day during the week. So typically if I don't get my ass up in the morning, I may not get a work in in that day. And that's fine. I was also freaking exhausted. And I had, I just took a, a rest day the day before, mm-hmm. but I was like, all right, I know I'm going to feel guilty today, but I know that my body's going to be way more satisfied with me if I just take this day off instead of killing myself trying to get a workout in. Yep. The quality would have been terrible. I 
I always feel better when I'm done working out, but I would have been probably pissed off at myself because I wasn't going to have the quality of movement I would have had if I was just freaking rested. And that's the one of the biggest lessons I took away myself from being able to give yourself rest is that you're less pissed off at yourself in your training when you're actually focused and your body feels good. Exactly. <laughs> what, a, what a surprise. Exactly. Your brain your, your brain gets along with you if it gets rest and your body doesn't feel like shit, so it'll move how you want it to. Mm-hmm. Magic. Weird how that works. Uh, it's amazing. <laughs> um, so rest. Please yes. rest. Make sure you're getting enough sleep. If you're not, we, we did a whole episode about sleep like 10 episodes ago yeah. with our buddy Mike Nicola. So we talk about sleep and recovery. That is something to look into if uh, your training isn't quite where it needs to be right now. Yes. Um, How much sleep are you getting? Are yeah. you getting are consistent you sleep? Yeah. Are you going, like, I know that maybe this is old school. <laughs> it's not. Uh, but going to sleep. It's not. Having a sleep schedule is normal. And it's, yeah, it's really for beneficial you. for you and your training and just in general in life. Trying to go to bed at the same time every night and getting up at the same time every day. Really, it gets your circadian rhythm nailed down. And when you fuck with your circadian rhythm, <sighs> rhythm it can affect it's not just your training. It's literally it's just your life. It's, you're, you're, it's more easy to get stressed out, which we also have an episode on, but stress also affects all of this stuff. Yeah. Just pay attention to what your body is telling you. As someone that spent a lot of time in college working on a morning show and then also working until midnight and mm-hmm. getting like four, three, two, maybe Ugh. some sleep. Dude, there were nights where I'd go work with Pat and JT in the morning and I would just not sleep. Yeah. I I'd drink a pot of coffee in the two hours between my air shift at, at the radio station that we were in in college. Mm-hmm. And then like, oh, I got to get ready because it's 4.30. Your brain doesn't <laughs> work the same way no. when you're super tired. You're foggy. Yes. Yes. I... That busy Tuesday, I didn't get home from work until super late, which is way later than I normally get home. And I had to be right back in the morning. I got maybe four and a half hours of sleep, which for me is like zombie time. Like Mm -hmm. I have to have at least six, at least six hours of sleep. Otherwise I'm just freaking useless. I can't think right. I'm not on my toes. I, I just, I don't perform the same way in any aspect when I don't have enough sleep. I am a giant bitch. When I don't get yeah, I was I was pretty crabby and short with people. I'm like, get to the point. I'm already I'm already a very no bullshit person. Mm. So when I haven't slept, oof, yeah, oof. it's not fun. Uh, it is not fun. I'm like a baby. You need to feed me and sleep me <laughs> on a schedule. So, Otherwise, I am miserable, and so will you. Be. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like so, to, to close out this subject in yes. summation. Listen to your freaking body. And sleep. Prioritize recovery and sleep. Yeah. Boom. Should men and women train the same? <laughs> Should they? Should they? Should they? Uh, it depends on who you ask mm. and how long ago you ask. I saw yes. some articles from like 2002 uh, while I was, we know the answer to this. However, yes. um, I will supply you with that in a moment. But I looked at a lot of different articles because I'm that person. I... Mm. I do a lot of Googling after the people in my, after Phil goes to bed. So like I just hang out on the couch with my cats and watch TV and just Google whatever random thing I was thinking about that day. So, um, when I Google, I Google things for like 25 to 30 minutes each. So I spent like a half hour looking at just different articles Mm -hmm. about this and it has changed steadily as we have become more current, but there was an article from like 2002 where it's like women should train high 
high rep, low weight movements to stay lean and toned. And I was like, if I had a dollar for every time I've walked into a gym to see a woman doing some fucking bizarre ass circuit of movements that she thinks is going to make her toned because some fucking moron on TV told her, I'd be a millionaire and I wouldn't be hosting this podcast. It honestly like still surprises me that the word toned is used as much as it is. Toned means muscle. Can we normalize that? Toned means muscle. Yes. If and you, muscle if you means tone, strength. Tone, and strength is cool. Tone is muscle tone. That's muscle where tone. <laughs> that's where toned came from. Muscle tone. We need a shirt that says toned is muscle. Yes. Muscle is strength. Ugh. Strength is cool. Like my goodness. We used to be, like it just drives me insane. Yeah. Like that is it's that high rep scheme, low weight crap. It, it's just not true. And there's been a ton of research in the, at least the last five years that say women and men should train the same. And anybody that tells you otherwise is trying to hoodwink you Yeah, and they're lying. <laughs> yeah. But here's the thing. Your muscles don't know what kind of a body they're in. They don't no. know if they're a male body muscle or a female body muscle. Your muscles yes. are just muscles. They all look and function exactly the same way, regardless of your gender. So look at CrossFit men and women Mm -hmm. do the exact same workouts, just at different weights. Yep. And I feel like this is the best example that I can give as far as why men and women should train the same. Yes. Um, our bodies all move the same way. It doesn't matter if you're growing a baby or if you're growing a beer belly, like (laughs) (laughs) the opposite spectrum for the men, like, you know, Hey, it happens to all of us. Um, your body doesn't care. If it's male or female in that regard, when it comes to how your muscles work, it just knows that it needs to do the work. Exactly. And you're not going to get bulky. We've, that's another fucking word I wish we could abolish. Tired of it. And I know that we, we brought it up a few times, but like, you know, in order to get bulky, it takes so much more work than people I think realize or are willing to acknowledge. Like you have got to be the most fucking consistent person on this planet the athletes that you are seeing online that are they're not bulky they're not they have muscle and they are athletes yeah in order to do that they are literally getting paid to do that they are doing two sessions a day and their nutrition is on point yes um a lot of power lifters are just huge because Mm -hmm. they lift really really high weights you have to eat in order to be able to perform that way yeah, if you if you have any questions about how to like eat for performance or anything that has to do with working out, if you have questions because you're just getting into it, mm-hmm. ask us. We've got, I mean, years between the two of yes. us, over a decade of experience with this shit now. Yeah. Um, hello at meatheadtestkitchen.com. But I've been watching uh, one of my friends, Trisha. She just recently competed in a powerlifting meet, and she fucking kicked ass. Uh, you have to be really, really dedicated to get your muscles to be that big. Oh my gosh. Um, A, you have to be really dedicated. B, sometimes you might need to be on, on gear, which is AKA for steroids. And that's fine. Like as long as you're competing in an arena where they don't care if you're using PEDs, then use PEDs. Like I've been like Phil, he got a steroid shot one time and we went to the gym and he's like, now I see why people do this. This It's fucking awesome. And I'm just like, yo, (laughs) um, but it's really, really difficult for you to get too big. Yep. Um, I've been trying to get too big for five years, and my legs are maybe just now kind of where I want them to be. You right. know, like mine are getting there. Here's the thing, too. Like 
I've been, I just found a post the other day from six years ago that said, you ever just be working out by yourself and you're screaming in your head, why am I doing this? Why? I had to go through my closet. We're moving the other day. And I didn't realize, I haven't taken progress pictures in a long time. Oh, did you find your old clothes? I can't fit into them. Yes, that's Not because your girl, I'm not overweight. I just, my arms don't fit. Yeah. You can't see that stuff. Yeah. I'm not bulky. I just am stronger. Yeah. And like, that was like, a, it was like a non-skill victory for me. I was like, my shirts don't fit anymore. It's like I was because telling I'm strong earlier. Like I, my pants are fitting better because my ass has shrunk because <laughs> I haven't squatted in a while. <laughs> These things happen. Right. Like your body just, your body will ebb and flow and go with you. And as long as it still feels good. And if you're not working out right now, that's fine. I'm not working out right now yeah. because life is fucking weird. And I've been inconsistent. <laughs> See? We're like, we like, we're normal we're human normal. beings. Yeah. We're not robots either. I promise. Uh, I've been lifting with the dudes since day one. Like mm-hmm. my trainer, my, all of my trainers up to this point. Well, I had one, one trainer that was a female. Mm-hmm. Um, all my trainers up to this point have been dudes. Um, and it's been great. Yeah. Like it's not only been great for my body, but it's been super great for my morale because what is better <sighs> than being a chick and not only keeping up with the dudes, mm-hmm. but sometimes outpacing the dudes. Yep. Um, so that was really cool because keeping up with the boys can be a challenge. Um, but I'm not a do nothing bitch. Right. (laughs) Right? Yes, girl. Yes. Um, like just go, just go do it. Just do it. Like, like I hate the term bulky. I really, really do. Um, and I just, it's just, um, misinformed, I guess might Mm -hmm. be the best word for it. Yeah. Way of looking at women being strong and, um, it can like legit bye. Yeah. Um, I, uh, <laughs> get out of here. I could, I could get into a, a, a whole other discussion and feminism related things about how, you know, misogyny and the patriarchy yeah. and all that shit's just trying to put us down by making us feel shitty for feeling empowered and good about ourselves. Right. But I'm not going to go there. We can save that for a, a whole other podcast. Maybe yeah. we'll have people like call in somehow. Yeah, we could do that. Um, hormones are also going to play a factor in your training, male or female. For men, testosterone will run the show and estrogen is for the ladies. Ladies, you're going to want to adjust your training. You have... You, you almost have to. you have to adjust your training and your eating around your time of the month. When Aunt Flo comes into town, because if you don't, your body's gonna hate you. Yeah, you need a whole lot more iron if the red scares yes. come into town. Yeah. Um, and the other thing too to like remember about that, we should probably get a doctor on the show to talk about how hormones specifically affect women um, and their training. I want to well, do a those, whole episode about vaginas and, and woman-related things at some point. I do, point. too. So, yes, I think that's that. a great idea. Just yeah. because I think that understanding how to program around that, on the day that you feel sluggish, the week prior to your – that whole week prior to your actual time of the month, you are not going to perform at your peak. Nope. Because your body is physically going through changes on the inside. Yep. If you feel sluggish and you're like, gosh, normally I can – Throw up 15, 20 pounds in a shoulder press. I can't fucking get 12 and a half today. Guarantee you it's hormonally, hormonally related. Yeah. So I don't mean, be hard on yourself. I've had, I have, I have an IUD because my periods were so terrible that I just wanted them to go the fuck away for most of seven years, which is awesome. <laughs> um, I'm on my second one. They're great. Um, so yeah. you, you really need to pay attention to that stuff. Even for me. 
Um, I get a faux period every now and then, and, mm-hmm. and like once in a great, great while, I get a real period. And I can always tell when that real period is coming because I train like shit for like four yeah, days. I'm it like, sucks. oh, I'm going to get a period. And Phil's like, how do you know? I'm like, everything, everything. feels terrible. It, everything feels heavy as shit. And I'm not performing the way I normally would perform. It's you know, my typically body's, going to be hormonally related. My body's for the doing that thing where it's punishing me because I haven't used my uterus for anything useful. <laughs> like, what the hell? Why are I'm here you for using a me? reason. Um, on this episode, we only scratched the surface on there. Seriously, I can I, I, like the list is compiling in my head um, of different myths surrounding fitness and nutrition. You're going to see another few of these from us soon yes. because <laughs> there's a lot of bullshit out there. And we <laughs> want is, you guys to, to like hop over, hurdle over the bullshit. If you've heard of any, like I said at the beginning of the episode, and you want us to cover it and talk about it, get more in depth. Email us, hello at meatheadtestkitchen.com, or follow us on the interwebs Yeah, at Meathead Test Kitchen on Instagram and Facebook, MTK Staff on Twitter. Uh, we're also on TikTok, yeah. Meathead Test Kitchen. I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> Maybe we'll do a dance someday. <sighs> you can. Okay. I can't dance. Okay. I can't My court, I... I do like... <laughs> this is Cabbage like... Patch. Yeah, the sprinkler, buying groceries... <laughs> pointing across the aisle we're on anyway, the social media yeah search find for us, us and find, find us it. we're everywhere we've got great seo too thanks heard at um <laughs> so just search meathead test kitchen on on the googles and uh you'll find us for many pages actually yes yes <laughs> uh we are proud to be a heard at media podcast please like and follow us on our social media and wherever you stream podcasts which we're everywhere there too deezer spotify yeah. everywhere um, but soundcloud everywhere but soundcloud Everywhere but SoundCloud. Yes. We made go. it. We made it. Are we a real, real podcast? We don't even have so. a SoundCloud. Cool. I think so. <laughs> so when you're all caught up with us, you can find Sasha hanging out with our friend Aaron Sorensen on Mind Your Own mm-hmm. Podcast. You can take Pat and JT everywhere you go. Keep up with Dax and Adam with the latest celebrity news on Hollywood Raw. They just had uh, Joe Coy on. Yes. One of one of my favorite comedians. One that I've seen here at the Funny Bone several times. Uh, pretty good episode it's a great episode that guy's fucking hilarious yeah (laughs) (laughs) um see what joe benavidez and megan olivi are up to on at home with ben olivi they just dropped a new episode they went to joshua tree for vacation over the weekend so that was cool um and then check out our newest podcast the shuley show no big deal it's just shuley from howard stern you may know him um might have heard of him yeah so dude what a dream come true we get to say we work with a dude that's been on stern like private parts was like one of the things that made me want to be in radio yeah. So the fact that we have Shuli on staff is fucking amazing. Yeah, like, awesome. What a cool time to be doing podcasts <laughs> in Omaha, Nebraska. Neat. Also, don't know if you've heard this, but we have merch now. So yeah. check out our shop at, um, it's on the website at herdatmedia.com. Just go over, uh, go over to the shop tab and you'll be able to find all our merch there. We've got some hats. We've got a gym bag. We've got some stickers. Um, Hoodies. Ah, and also we have a poster now. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you've heard us mention this before, but Find A Way Not An Excuse is an ex- a poster that you can now buy. So make sure that you go to herdatmedia.com and check that out. Check it out. Meathead Test Kitchen. Out. Join Sadie and Sasha every Monday, helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less. MTK. A Huda Media Production.